What is worse? Do you tell? And the glasses. All this and more on today's brilliant observations. Do, 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 do. You made you made the uh, teaser. You want to start there? Wait, I don't, but morning, we must. Amy. Well, good morning, Melissa. I'm How in. Are you? I'm in the hot seat. Part two. I already part- was in the hot seat last week, and I'm going to continue my. I guess I got to get ready for hot seatedness. My seats is going to be hot. How are you? I am well. Oh. I am well. No, I'm well. Okay. I yeah, I'm doing I'm doing great. Very I mean, good. I live the dream. I don't know what I would ever have to complain about. Like well, have- truer words. Okie dokie, smoky. I saw some things on the board today that didn't make the highlight reel that probably should along the lines of beach house bingo update. All right, so we'll skip you for one second. Um Good day, dear listeners. Good evening, dear listeners, from whatever time you're listening. Yes. Guten Tag, dear listener. I wanted to tell you, for those of you who don't know, my husband and I are building a beach house. We sold a Florida home. Yeah. We have officially sold our Florida second home and we are relocating our joy to the Jersey Shore. And we got an email from the builder that says the foundation is poured. And towards the end of this week, as you listen to this podcast, they are framing. So that got really exciting for us. So I, and it's not that close to our home. It's a good like two hours away. But I am confident that my husband has plans to torture our children by driving two hours, standing, staring at a lot, very similar to that European cruise we took where he put a <laughs> finger in their face and grabbed them by the shirt and said, You're taking 30, 30 pictures. pictures. You're taking 30 pictures. <laughs> 30 pictures because I love you. Yeah, he's, he's very loving. He's super, it's not he's like they're little loving. kids. He's very loving. We're, where you're gonna, it's not like they're little kids where you're gonna compare their size when they were building it to their size, you know, when their little kids are in front of it. This is when your dad was your age in front of this house. He's a grown, they're grown humans, a grown ass man at 6'2. Like, you're not gonna say, remember how young you were? No, no, none of that. But he's like a baby, so he's super excited. <laughs> and. Unlike a baby who doesn't have that ability when something's out of sight to remember it, he remembers it and he's constantly thinking about it. So we're probably going to go over the weekend and look at the dirt we looked at last time with a hint of foundation and some sketchy poles. Fantastic. Try I not love to get hurt. sketchy poles. That sounds like vacation. Mm. Sketchy Ow. poles. Sketchy poles. Woo. Yes, yeah, so that's that's our plan for a very exciting weekend, which is why, about what do I have to complain? <laughs> but I do want to start backwards on my highlight reel. Okay. You got new glasses, right? This has been a struggle for you for a while. We've talked about aging. We've talked about, I wore one contact. I wore a different one thing. My One contact did one thing. One did right, another. Right, I'm right, in right. bifocals. Correct, I'm out correct. of bifocals. I, so you went to see an official MD. Well, said, I can hop Sit in. The fuck I've, down. I have I have had my prescriptions managed thoughtfully, carefully, professionally, always, and I have worked with a very high end op- 
optician. I don't even know what you call her. Uh, eyeglasses purveyor, right? Snob. For a long time. Super. Yeah, she's a she's an editor of several different brands. She's, you know, she is on the far fringes of being she is she's a super authority on this thing which is problematic because that's why I didn't go to her for that first pair that I got that didn't work and here's the challenge I'm getting progressives so very quickly for anyone who doesn't know what those are bifocals you can get your head around where it's one at the top and then something more magnified at the bottom and your eye just travels up and down along that lens you can see things you can manage a bifocal with contacts you can have and that's what I did for a long time I'm now in the trifecta area a progressive means you've got one part of the glasses lens for distance one part for mid-range and one part for close-ups right? So all of these things are happening in a little sheet of plastic that's supposed to ride on your face in a frame and magically work. Well, it doesn't fucking work. So I'm going to cut out all the backstory and tell you that I tried to get a relatively inexpensive pair because if it wasn't going to work at all, I wasn't going to go to my swank, mac daddy, crazy expensive lady and learn only that I can't stand the fucking things and they don't work. So I got the pair that didn't work. So I brought my shitty pair in there she walks in finally with her trunks of custom special all the fancy pants. You know, it's 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 like basically I walked into Gucci with a tar- coming down with to a you. Target belt and I said, "This belt doesn't stay closed. Can you fix it?" And you know, the belt being the glasses. And she picked up the glasses. That Did you just explain that cuz you thought I didn't get that I'm saying, analogy? I'm just trying to say I cannot <laughs> okay. I cannot help you. She her her eyeglass store also doubles as an art gallery. So the walls in her eyeglass store, she wow. artists pay her to hang their shit in there so they can sell it. So just just to put it in to the I'm perspective. I'm coming to you. So anyway, so I go in there and she looks at the glasses on the table and she won't touch them. You remember that scene in Crazy Stupid Love where um, Steve Carell is the dad uh, and that hot-looking guy who takes his shirt off all the time, whose name I can't remember, is helping him. Ryan somebody. Ryan Gosling. somebody. Uh, Gosling is helping him, and he takes, be better than the Gap, and he takes him into buy a wallet, and he, like, won't touch the products in the Gap. So that's how she is. She's regarding these glasses, and I'm, I, the glass frame that I got that she was so disdainful of, they're made, yeah. by, they're made by Coach. I mean, Coach is not the world's shittiest brand. You, Coach, like the Coach bags. Coach luggage. What was her problem with your It with was your as if... I had brought her a turd and asked her to fit it to my face. She just absolutely was, uh, she said, you know, she wouldn't discuss it. She wouldn't acknowledge it. She just moved them to the end of the table and started as if I had walked in there blind and had nothing else. And she delivered glasses after glasses after glasses. And they were all these crazy different shapes and sizes and flip and flap and blah, 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 blah. And I couldn't choose and so I wouldn't choose and I brought my husband back and she put with me and she brought two or three different options. Oh, that's the one. Oh, this is the one. Oh, that's the one. And they're all fawning and fooing and oh my God. And you just get swept up in it. And now I am wearing these mortgage sized payment glasses on my face and I look like a fucking cartoon character. I mean, it's ridiculous. You've seen fashion where the person wearing it maybe can, maybe can pull it off. And it's definitely in the fashion, but it's not flattering. But they can pull it off. I can pull these glasses off. I absolutely can. It is a very distinct look. I don't doubt any of that. But I don't look attractive in them. And they don't... I don't think that's true. And they don't don't work all that much better than the other ones. They work better. But progressives as a glasses fucking suck. Okay. 
you have floated some things in your oh, no. in your description. Oh no, nobody wants to. Okay. Here's what I will tell you. Yeah, yeah, go, go. Yeah, yeah. From somebody who has been fighting going back to glasses because I thought LASIK was supposed to work, but my doctor won't talk to me. He'll only talk to my husband, doctor to doctor. Gee, that's really fun. It's I can't. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. But I will tell you this. Dear listener, Amy is wearing, I want to say square, but they're not completely square. She is wearing structured square-ish glasses that are um, highly, black, highly geometric, are, thick, heavy black frames, which is massively on trend. Yeah, heavy black frames, correct? Which I don't know if you get it in your Facebook feed every day. Those Kate Caddis, I Kattis do, ones. I super do. <clears throat> I absolutely love those. I love every look they have. I love every face they put them on. But for some reason, if I put glasses on my face like that, they leave welts, and those those marks stay on my face for a long time. And I I, I don't need that shit. Um, I'm jealous that you get to wear them. I think they're kind of fabulous. I think they are absolutely a statement the same way, nope, in a very different way than the weird, weird woman I would see at <laughs> swim lessons who said, well, I'm the, gr- I'm the mom with the pigtails. You'll always know me because I always have pigtails. Wow. Well, there's a lot in there that I want to move my car. Distance yourself, right? (laughs) Uh -uh. So I I won't know you because I don't befriend 50-year-old women with pigtails. But you can, I can see somebody saying, Amy was the one who has that fabulous laugh and those black glasses. Like It's 100% the glasses. You look at me and that's the only thing you see. And that's, that's a choice that is made, right? I would prefer... That if someone looks at me, they see me. And the real situation here is when I smile and when I laugh, they look out of place. They look worse. When I'm serious and when I'm thinking or writing. It's or a lot a computer, of money to spend yeah. and not be fucking thrilled with well, glasses. Well, what I said to her, what I, I said to her, and this is the reason that I was resisting it, and I, I don't think that she made a good point, but this is her answer to it. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not that this can, what I'm trying to say is it's not that this convinced me, but this was her justification. I said, listen, I need to have a pair of glasses that get me through 95% of my life. I don't need a pair of glasses that look great on occasion because I have a hairstyle like that. I have a hairstyle that looks great 10% of the time and terrible 80, 90% of the time. I can't even do the math of how flip, bad it I is. would flip that. I so, would flip that. I and today being one of them. So today being one of them. So I feel like when my hair is crazy and curly and it already irks me, I can't wear these glasses as I'm doing right now. I look in the mirror and I don't like it. So part of it is, hey, good. Maybe I'll stop looking in the mirror, which is another, I, not that I do it all that much, but I don't need to be staring in the mirror. Long, long, crazy, uh, psycho analysis shortened (laughs) she's well and her response to this was okay do you have any other accessory in your life that's like that do you have a pair of shoes that works for 90 or 95 percent of your life and I I almost said yeah and but the answer is you kind of don't I mean so I mean I get she's like you just you just you're gonna have different uses for different things so on the one hand, yes, I get it. And I So did I you just, get a second pair? No, I just I got I can't I only can afford one house, Melissa. So I got but, So these, you have your coach ones too, right? Those don't really work. Those other glasses look I think maybe arguably better on me. They certainly look fine on me. They're also heavy black frames, but they're just rounded and a little swoopy. What has also happened 
which probably led me to getting these in the first place. My husband said, oh, they look great. Those are the ones. I think they're great. And everybody in the store is, you know, licking the table and doing all the crazy shit. You just get swept up in it. These glasses are probably skirting that line, as a lot of the fashion is right now, where if you are really thin and willowy and tall with perfect this and perfect that, you can wear something that's funky and, frankly, dancing with a little bit retro ugly outdated I mean look at some of the styles and all this nonsense that's coming you you see some of these ultra rail thin women wearing these sack kind of dresses and they look good it's kind of an it's a good look but if you put a sack dress on someone who needs the volume of that sack dress to cover up what's underneath it doesn't look good there's there's I'm just saying it's I I know what I got on my face and I'm just I'm trying to change so many fucking things for this whole year. I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to go with it. I am also, like you, grateful, fortunate, blessed that I could walk back in there and say, I'm not sure what I was thinking, but these aren't working for me. Let's do it again. I could also put these in a, in a very expensive drawer in my house and go buy another pair tomorrow from someone else or from her and say, I just want a backup. I, I could solve this in lots of ways, but I'm going to stick with it. Kind of like this is the this is the reverse makeover. I'm gonna go in a direction. Well, part of it too is they fit my face really well, but the lower half of my face is much heavier now than I like it to be, and than it has been in non 2020 years. They fit years. my face, but I don't want this face. They fit the top of my face. They fit. There aren't many glasses. Well, that's where your eyes are. No, they. There aren't many glasses that fit the bridge of my nose, that fit my ears, that fit my head in such a way where I can actually wear them. That's part of the challenge. But I want the rest of my face to be thinner. I want the rest of my body to be thinner. I want my hair to be straight. We have a friend, Janine, we've referenced her a lot on this. When she was either out of college or at the end of college, I don't remember which one, she had a cabriolet, whoever makes that. Volkswagen, maybe? Sure do. And it was a convertible. And (laughs) she used to frequently say... I can't go because um, I have to like I have to get I have to do my hair before I can get in my car. Like I can't be in my car without having cute hair. And that's how I feel about these fucking glasses. I can only wear them at certain times because I'm so sensitive to all the rest of me has to kind of amp up, shift up. It's like wearing sneakers with a ball gown. You got to You know what I mean? It's like there's just other elements at play. And maybe that's not the world's worst thing. For somebody yeah, who's been sitting on the sofa for a fucking year. Raise your game to the level of your glasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what you're going to do I, now. I know that they're not right. I know that people stare a whole lot at me. And probably 20% of the people say, wow, great glasses. And I am used to, when I'm wearing glasses, having 90% of the people say, where did you get those glasses? Those are great. So, I mean, I know the difference between, they're, they're a statement. <laughs> I don't know what the statement is. <laughs> Okay, well, that sums it up perfectly. They are a statement. I don't know what the statement is. I'm not quite sure what they're saying, but they are shouting it as loud as they possibly yes, can. <laughs> I want to segue from that into how do you tell a friend? Because that's exactly really where we are right now. Do you have a friend who has camel toe? Do you have a friend who has acid wash jeans on? Do you have a friend who is wearing bangs that are not attractive? They're not whatever. They're not good. They're not good. How do you tell a friend that's still wearing that light blue eyeshadow or a white eyeshadow? Like, how do you tell a friend? Do you tell a friend if they are doing something that is not flattering 
wearing something that is not flattering. I mean, it's easier if they're being something that's not flattering. Well, is it? What's easiest? How do you do it? Well, I'm curious. I have lots of thoughts on this. I feel like this is the theme of the whole show and the theme of my life right now. And I'm in a really raw place. So I'm sure that's going to... Uh-oh. No, I'm sure that's going to affect it. I'm curious about... It's not you. No, no. No, 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 no. There's more content on the board. I'm in a, I'm in a raw place for lots of other reasons. My point to you is, how do you answer that question? And I'm going to give you a quick reference to last year's Christmas card photo feedback. So how do you... Oh, for my mother telling you, me I was how fat? How do you answer that question, do you tell? Because the, the answer for me is already, it depends. So do you tell? And, you know, answer. So it turns out, I had a conversation with Mi Hermano, and he said, I want you to know you're not the only human, you're not the only sibling that she has said horrible things to. Oh! There are th- there are three of us, and she told one of my brothers that he looked homeless. <laughs> now, that's terrible. Now he does, uh, but that's it's your kid, man. How do you? How do you tell? Well, she did tell me after she saw my holiday card that I I see all of the weight that you gained. Get rid of it. Our, People describe a good friend as somebody who would tell you if you don't look good in these jeans. Okay, well, I'm going to call you on that. Is that a good friend? No. And how do they do it that makes them a good friend? Because I can't seem to find a way to tell. uh, I I could say after two edibles and six glasses of wine, those jeans are kind of tight, huh? Or I love the way your ass looks in jeans that are way too small for you. Like I could try to make a joke about something, but I don't want to hurt feelings. But I do want my friends, family, siblings to be the best that they can be, to feel the most confident. And you know what? If it is about feeling confident and they love those acid wash jeans or their labia out, then guess what? You're feeling good about those non appealing attractive bangs that you have cut into your head like there's there's a why are you saying it to make you feel better to make them look more trendy or to make them feel good because if your goal is to make them feel good mm, that ain't it that is not how you go about it so as the mother question for you when she told me I looked fluffy and I put it nicely um she did not No, I don't think you're being a good friend if you're saying that hedge you cut into your forehead to cover something is what you did because you cut your bangs yourself when you were four and your mother did that. Please don't flash back to that. Or there is a new acid wash, but that ain't it. Like, I don't know. I I really feel like you lump it. You you don't say it. So I'm going to counter that. If you were a good friend, you would tell me. I don't think so. All of all of my friends are good friends. That's the only kind of friend I attract and maintain. So I'm I don't have any bad friends. I just don't. Very fortunate in that way. And all of them do the thing naturally without giving it a thought, no malice, no manipulation. Where anything that's going great, they triple down on. And anything that's going bad, they soften or ignore. So that's exactly what happens with these glasses. When you show up wearing something that I mean it's effectively like I showed up to a party wearing um wearing like a light up cap that's blinking 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 blink it's a huge obvious different unique only to me 
choice of a thing that I'm doing. It is worthy of comment. And so when people either don't comment and say, hey, you look good or whatever, just nothing at all, that's a kind of a comment. Or they say, wow, those glasses are new. Where'd you get them? Or, right? <laughs> are new. You know, I mean, or, or I can't, I'm, it's not, I don't have a laundry list of what people have said, but it's, you know, you already know. You definitely belong in the East Village with those when glasses. When you go, they are they're hip they're and super, trendy. I'm, and I am a European. They're super hip and I, I am not a European. Right? I think they're fun. I really think they're I look great. like a cartoon character. I super do. I, I look, it, they, in the sense uh, that they are so stylized, they could be animated on my face. Do you remember Robin Williams when he would wear his glasses all the time? Yeah. The glasses yeah, themselves yeah. were, were like, they were comically styled. That's how, that's how these are from a fashion point of view. They're French glasses. I don't, I don't I have a problem. I might fight you on the comically styled. I'll tell you that they are incredibly styled they had they had wit and whimsy to them is that an easier descriptor yes much easier because these glasses whimsy these glasses are the style the style is called brooklyn they're from Anne yes they're french yeah they're the french interpretation of what brooklyn glasses look like and i don't need them on my face i could have gotten away with my put them on can you put them on brillab squad Not not brilliant observations on Facebook, but Brillab Squad, so people can see because we've spent twenty four minutes talking about. I them. will put the glasses on the thing. I'm trying to move off the glasses. The point that I'm trying to make here is, oh, I've totally forgotten my point. Well, it must not have been important anyway. So so no, it's oh my god. Some people say, oh, if I don't remember, I must have been lying. Um, no, my point <laughs> is, if it is a friend of yours, do they tell you? How do they tell you? You said they double down on the positives mm-hmm. and they soften to the point of ignoring the negatives. Well, and that's and that's there's and it also depends in terms of and it's a shame that I lost my train of thought because I have a really good example. It might come back to me later. This is not that. The other aspect. The other aspect is fashion choices, style choices, hair choices, clothing, temporary things, things that you actually have chosen to do. It was not a, it was not an accident that I picked these glasses up with Fell my fingers and placed right. them on my face, that I zipped my pants, pulled them out of the acid wash and wore them. Like they didn't get Feathered on Feathered your hair right. for the 15th right. year That's in a row. That's different than there is an unbeknownst to me black hair poking out of my upper lip or chin or breast or somewhere you know my armpit or someplace there's something happening on me that it's very likely if it's still happening it's because I don't know that the spinach in the teeth that is friend obligation territory camel toe might fall into that territory because when you put on the pants do you necessarily hoink them up so that you know all of the labia are individually enrobed with fabric not usually I mean, I don't feel like you're going for this look. I think that might just be, as the day wore on, these pants have tightened on you a bit. What about the extra 15 pounds? Do you think it's a surprise to the person carrying them? Do you think they're... Is it something they don't know? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you feel like that's the same as saying, oh my gosh, the back of your head is on fire. You can't see it or smell it, so I'm going to tell you. Oh my gosh. You magically can't fit in any of your current size clothing. Let me tell you, in case you missed out on not knowing the size of your body got bigger. Okay, so dear listener, here's what I've gotten out of this. I asked you how you tell a friend, and really the answer is you don't, you be a friend. So 
if you can write this down, this is actually a life lesson that you can take with you as you go. If you're driving, don't write it down now. Just remember Speak this it mantra. into the microphone. Amy, those glasses yeah. look great. <laughs> uh, it's, are you, be, the comments you want to make, the thoughts you have, are you being a friend when you make those comments? Are you being a parent? Are you being supportive? Be supportive. The only thing your people, you know who your people are, need now is is your support. So if they say to you, if they ask you directly, is that different? Yes. If they ask you directly. That's absolutely different. When you are being solicited for honest feedback, that's when you need to choose your words carefully. Yeah. So that you can deliver the full force of the truth with the least amount of damage. And that comes again from being a friend. How well do you know this friend and how how well can you guess at or truly through experience understand their ability to take the truth as feedback? Because there's asking for the truth and not wanting it and there's asking for the truth and bracing for impact. Those are two different things and different points in a person's life all the time. So it's there's a there's a judgment call. It's it is I'm ready to, I'm not talking about myself. I'm using the fictitious I example. I'm ready to leave my husband. He's terrible. Here are all the things that I say about him that I hate. Now you go, friend. Talk about my husband and my relationship. Tell me what I need to do. No fucking way. (laughs) No fucking way. I want to make sure you are in a good place. But I'm really ready to go. If only you tell me. If only you push me. I'm really ready. What do you say? I say if if you want a place to fall softly, my home is always available to you while you plan and and think about your decisions. She won't bite the bait. In in elementary school, I lost a friend because she said, my mom's a bitch. And I said, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So... Wow. So that was elementary school. In college, I had a roommate whose boyfriend was verbally abusive because he went to the University of Michigan and she and I were at the University of Delaware, obviously. And we, we would go out to parties. She would spend her entire time looking at the clock. He's going to call. I have to be back if I'm not there when he calls. No cell phones, people. Back off. Actually, we did have the one in the bag, but he didn't know that number. If he, he just made her feel shitty for going out and having experiences, not for hooking up, but for just having fun and I said that is not a good partner that is not a good friend that's and because I said those things about him our friendship exploded and that didn't work so I have nothing to say about your mother who is a bitch wow I should know and about your partner I will be a friend to you which is why I always buy a house that has one or two too many bedrooms <laughs> and I can absorb and I have in the past we this whole family has absorbed strays be they canine or two-legged we always take in people who need a place to be when they're in crisis so yeah, I'm not going to comment on your mom or your partner because you're right. They are assholes, but I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about you. So there, I don't say your bangs look stupid. Your glasses, by the way, are on fleek. You're very Is that still sweet. A phrase? No, Is that still a phrase? no, no, no. And I, see, I, I'm a friend. I can tell you this straight to your face. Well, here's here's the reality. My youngest, Paulie is an old soul. He is he is a a beacon of love and light. There is nothing that he can ever do wrong and he will give you the truth. And because it's coming from such a genuine place, 
it, even when he says really hurtful things, it, it just sort of rolls off your back. And this was the truest thing that I, this is, this is why I know if I didn't already know somewhere in my gut that these were wrong, we were talking about something else. And I don't, I don't, he said like three or four things leading up to it. He goes, I, I'm going to be honest. I think you could have gotten some nicer looking glasses, but I mean, these work. <laughs> He's so fucking I think cute. you could have gotten some nicer looking glasses. So that's true. He's a, that, so that describes it fucking perfectly. I'm also going to say that a preteen doesn't really know fashion as well as they think they do. A preteen boy certainly doesn't know fashion as well as they think they do. But yes, it came from innocence and love um, and they work. It's really just not. Thanks, buddy. I'm not. It's he also uh, the thing that I find really charming about that is I continue to beat the drum that I just want the truth, right? I just I just want you to tell me what you're thinking. I want to know what's going on. We don't have to you, if if the dish tastes terrible when I ask you how it tastes, I I don't want you to pretend. I don't want you to because I'm going to make it again. I don't want you to be mean, face again. But when I'm asking you for feedback, yeah. and maybe I had asked him to specifically because he hadn't said anything up until then, so I must have asked him, "What do you really think?" And when the question, I'm just trying to teach them. When someone says, "What do you really think?" That's your chance to say what you really think. It's very different than saying, well, let me break it down for how ugly you are and these glasses accentuate it. Like, that's not what you think, right? Even, you know what I mean? That's just meanness. So I, I, all things considered, I take his, I take his sentence uh, pretty well, especially considering I've done a lot of asking in the past week, which has been kind of excruciating and awful and okay. So that's what I meant by being pretty raw. I had a board of directors meeting uh, this past week which is what I'm calling it. So as you know, I uh, sold my company and at least for a year, I am not seeking any paying work so that I can devote my time to creative projects. And I had a target and a deadline for one of several projects that I needed to complete in the first quarter. And I didn't, I didn't hit the target. I moved the needle. I did some work, but I consistently did not do the work needed to accomplish the goal. And I knew it with enough time before the goal that I wasn't going to make it. And the goal of, you know, the beginning of April has come and gone. And that was it. And the consequence was, oh, well, that deadline blew by. Oh, well, that goal didn't occur. And I just felt so concerned about the trajectory that that was having. I called together a group of local friends. I have lots of friends, but these are, these are my absolute local friends. And I plucked people who have centers of excellence that I can pull from. And I said, you know, can we get together? And what I asked them to do um, was for each one to come and bring some of their expertise to the situation. And one of them, without being prompted, of course, immediately rose to the front and whipped everybody into a frenzy and said, we, we have to get together. We have to have a meeting. We can't do, we can't just do this on text. We're not doing it haphazard. Yes, we're going we're to have an action plan. So we all got together. We went to an outdoor cafe, a very swank place, sat down for a lunch, which I thought was going to be about an hour. It ended up being almost three hours. It was great. We had to leave because we all had things, places to go. I had put together a presentation for them, like a little animated presentation to say, because not all of them even knew that I was doing this. So I'm like, here were my goals for the year here were my targets for the first quarter and then here's the progress and I had like little charts that animated it in terms of like progressing it's this go voot, voot, voot. and they're laughing at all this kind of stuff and my favorite part is the only thing that I had 100% progress on was talking about doing the things I'm gonna do <laughs> not doing them just talking 
Well, that's kind of an important thing because it sets an expectation and that usually motivates a little more than than not telling anybody you're doing something. Well, they were very helpful and they kept bringing it back down to, all right, you've called me here for my excellence in this area. So here's what I think you should do tactically. Boom, boom, boom. Here's what I think you should do you know, functionally, this, that, the other. Here's a strategy that you're going to use. Here's an app that you're going to use. Here's a here's a checkpoint that you're going to use. Here's the different thing that you're going to try, right? All of it was coming at me. And it was it was fantastic and also overwhelming. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not used to this, hey, let's all look at me and work on me thing. I'm just used to having that simmering in the background as something that I'm really not doing all that well. So even the level of focus, I have this app going, it's called Streaks, where you set it up and say the tasks that you're going to do and every day that you complete it, that continues you on a streak of doing that thing every day or every so often. And God, it takes a lot of fucking energy to do all this fucking self-help shit. It's exhausting. I'm really tired, but uh, that's, that's what you got to do. Everybody gets the same 24 hours in a day. Right? Yep. So I and what you I make gotta, of it. I got to do it. I got to do it. So it's it's I'm going from negative numbers to 60 miles an hour at, with zero gas in the tank. I stopped and got gas this morning. I wasn't going to do it. I had 17 on your way to McDonald's. I had 17 miles. I wasn't going to go to McDonald's either. But then I was like, you know what? I'm fucking having it this morning. Sorry. That's what's happening. And I thought I've got 17 miles. I don't need to get gas just get the fucking gas. So I got gas. So I feel like that's good. Something's good. I can be taught. Things can change. She can be taught. Things can change. So friends telling you the truth is helpful. It's there. I have concluded. You know who can't, you know who can't be taught? <laughs> Other than my son? Who? <laughs> my husband was on a Zoom meeting. I mean, I am still in Zoom meetings where people start talking without unmuting their microphones. And I, I really just want to lunge through the fucking camera and beat the shit out of them. How long have we been fucking doing this? I've been in 11 meetings with you. And still, Brenda, <laughs> still, Brenda, you do not unmute before you start. Your voice isn't annoying enough that you that you. Oh, my God, Brenda, you're on mute. Like, I just I can't with her. But so Stuart's in a Zoom meeting that he's running. And I guess one of the guys was on his phone and he had his thumb or something over the camera. So he is sitting in the meeting and there's, I mean, they taped it. So audibly you can hear it and see the slides. It's, they taped the Zoom meeting. So uh, I hear, please cover your camera. Wait, what? Not again, Jeffrey Tubin. This was a potty visit. Oh, you you could hear the of a yeah. And then you're between his legs like, oh, my God, are you fucking kidding me? People, people, unmute your microphone, turn off your cameras. I do not need to see you go to the bathroom. I, I do not. need I to, don't. I don't. I don't. I, 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 of the two, I'd rather see you masturbate what? than go to the bathroom. <laughs> this was a school or, meeting. No, mine was a school meeting where she just started talking without a muting. My husband's was not a school meeting. It was a hospital meeting, I guess. 
he's probably going to kill me for sharing this oh on pod. Oh my God. And it's not a doctor we hate or a an administrator we hate or a person we hate. I want to give you several things that this person yeah, could be. Yeah, if you hated him, you wouldn't have told him to cover his microphone. You'd all be staring at his floppy dick while he's using the toilet to make boom booms during a meeting. <laughs> yes, during a meeting. Going boom booms. Uh, yes, stop that it. is what's happening. Stop it. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even I don't answer the fucking phone when I'm tickling. Dear listener, is this you? Are you taking business calls in the bathroom? Are you doing your smart enough? Are you (laughs) smart? I thought I do two businesses with one boom boom. Do you know better over a year into quarantine or not even over a year into different way of life everything's on zoom or skype don't you know better by now and if you don't shame on you and we adore this human so he's like the least likely human to do this and i said play it back i want to see it oh my god i will (laughs) at least admit to you i will admit to you here in my raw state that i have throughout the course of my life when prevented from exiting an ongoing conference call, mm-hmm. I have put the phone on mute yes, and speaker and left it just outside the bathroom so that I can hear it talking and gone to the bathroom, monitoring and auditing that call, washing my hands, waiting for the flush to completely complete before I exit the bathroom and unmute. I don't even feel comfortable doing that shit, but it's better than saying, I, I got to take a bio break or whatever the fuck you have to take. Right. I have done that in the past that I still find very different than saying, let's start the video camera rolling. Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close up. <laughs> right? um, he said between his legs, you're looking up at him. You were like, stop. I can't. Oh. I can't with this. It's it's really not great. It's now, shocking. Don't, don't get me wrong. We have a good friend. We, we use that app, Marco Polo. And Carrie goes on Marco Polo while tinkling. So I think that's different. That's very Carrie and that's very uh, friend on friend crime as opposed to a professional meeting, Brenda, as opposed to a professional meeting where you are seen and heard by other professionals. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> and, and dear buddy, please turn off your camera. And he oh. did in the middle of the meetings. He's like, I'm going to move to slide three, which tells you how patients feel. Please turn off your camera, Mr. So-and-so. Um, and it was, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. So I, I oh. want to know, what is worse, the number three that Tubin did or the number two that this gentleman was doing? Oh, actively, actively masturbating <laughs> is, the, is worse there's there we don't need a delay we don't need a panel <laughs> i can tell you definitively as panel? the authority <laughs> on the subject masturbating on camera is not what you do in a meeting because he wasn't in a meeting here's a hot tip for you okay during the work day if you're not a sex worker you're <laughs> not masturbating sorry 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 no i'm still going to defend the tube in on this one no no sorry. no 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 You do not go into the faculty lounge at your school in between classes and stick your fingers down your pants. You're home. You're home. 
Do you do you? I'm not talking listen, about in public. Do you listen to yourself when you talk? <laughs> oh, do you want to talk do about the listen thoughts to yourself? Come out of your mouth, and then you say like, "Who said that?" How dare you? How much feedback did you get calling you a moron for not knowing I'm that? I'm not a, a Hummer. moron. I'm a not a moron. I'm a smart. Listen, Amy Fagazi. Don't. 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 What kind of feedback did you get telling you you I were wrong? That a great and vast many people subscribe to your. Fallacy, <laughs> Fallacy. of <laughs> misdefinitioning. This is not the right answer to the word. Everybody knows that a Hummer is a boner and nothing oh else. Oh my God, you're out of your mind. I'm I don't not. know. I'm All not. Right, what would it take to convince you that you're wrong? Uh, right, exactly. You're crazy and there's no convincing I, I'd I like understand. you to meet my mother. I understand that this is not a popular or widely held view. I accept this. I do. And I will come to terms with it. I am not a Republican. I am capable of accepting the facts as the world exhibits them. But okay, I'm but. here to tell you, I'm here yeah. to tell you that I did not get to 51 years of age with the wrong information in my head for no reason. It's because it was reinforced by lots of others who must agree with me and similarly must be reeducated now. So... Maybe they just didn't want to correct you because... Uh, who would I ever fucking talk about this to? Who walks around going, Hummer, 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 I've done that before. It doesn't even... God. Does this fall under... Wait, does this fall under... Oh, wait, oh, wait! I brought this up at the board of directors meeting. I forgot to tell you. So I mentioned this at the table, okay? And there was, let me count, one, two, three, four, plus me. Okay, so I say, ladies... Uh, just as a sidebar, I have to do some field research. What does a Hummer mean? And one, two, three of them said, blah, blah, right immediately. And then the one next to me, who is, I think, the youngest, says, oh, that means um, that means when you take it all, she thought it meant teabag, when you take the, the penis and the nuts into your mouth all at once and you sing a little song. And I was like, that's a teabag. Okay, first of all, I do want to know Sing a song. Also, I do want to know. I'm trying what, to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Not everybody thinks these definitions are sacrosanct. I want to know what that's called, dear listener. If you know a, a fun word for what that is, when you take it all in. That's and, a teabag. Whistle Dixie. Or I no, wanna... is the teabag just the nuts? I think she thought that the Hummer, that the teabag is just the nuts. And then the the Hummer is all at once. I can't that's even Google this stuff. mouth. You know. With, Come on. Without winding up on somebody's watch list. I can't even Google all, I'm all trying this stuff. To say, all I'm trying to say is you, with your Hummer Patrol, seem to think that everybody knows what this is. And I'm, I'm, I'm part of everybody, and I don't know what it is. I have a friend who draws her eyebrows on. Wow. In a, in a very aggressive way and uh-uh. severe. Uh-uh. Kind, of, kind of like, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but they're like thick clearly drawn like there's really almost no hair it's it's really a what do you say about that that's a friend of yours is they're very black, distracting is she black or white she's white that's a a lot of times i've seen black people do that as a style and sometimes latino but for the most part black and i wonder if it's because the hair is not growing or they maybe have the hair waxed off and they have to draw it in or something like this so that's a that's a cultural try you know style thing where it, white girl you can crime. explain it that way yeah if you white and you're doing this what do you, <laughs> you what do you what do you what do you yeah you don't get to have you don't get to have tiny 
um, tiny little all around your head braids. You just don't get to have that. I'm sorry. And you don't I'll get see to her do- on. I'll see her on FaceTime or something and she'll say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't draw my brows on today. And I'm thinking, I'm so grateful. You looked so normal to me. Does she have brows or did she have cancer or have some sort of. No, a- believe you me, if it were some sort of disease that she went through, I would not be asking, how do I tell her or. or- well, you can get them tattooed on. You can draw them on in such a way where they actually accentuate your face. But if the whole idea is like you're using the Sharpie to do. I, I say this as I look at the Sharpie style glasses that I have you know, with these Sharpie thickness frames encircling my eyeballs. Some people like that look, but uh, 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 uh. that's not the, uh, uh, uh. no. It's very distracting when she's talking to me. All I could see are her reddish brown Sharpie drawn drawn on. It's it's tough. It's very tough. Hey, I saw a couple of things I want to talk to you about. Watched. Hey, Amy, what you watching segment is back. Oh my God, Um, I'm watching some good stuff. I saw at least the first episode and a half of a show called The One on Netflix. I feel like I've seen that trailer, but I don't I don't remember what it's about. Well, I didn't get very far because I really want philosophically to ask you if science came to the point where you could submit your DNA yeah. to find out who is your perfect match in this world, not in this oh, country, but in this world, yes, yes. would would you do it? You're married. You have <clears throat> three kids. You have a family. Would you do it? No. Why? To find I'm, out your perfect match. I already have my match. Yes, match, you have your match. match. Dot done. There's no more. There's no more matching. If I'm alone and I wanted to be matched again, which. Nope, that's not what I asked. It's not. And that's not even a given. But if I'm alone and if I wanted to be matched again. Uh, yeah, I see no problem doing that. Why wouldn't I fucking do it? Technology to the rescue. Plug me in, man. Let's go. Is it, is it, is there a downside? Do they, they have like axe murdery, ten, like, does it turn out this is a horror show? Well, it could disguise? be anyone. No, it could be anyone. Um, but I'm curious, would, uh, would your husband, do you think, be interested or curious just to see, not to change his life, but to see who his perfect match would be? I gotta say, no. I think he would truthfully not be curious and not want to know. Only because I think it's just one more thing that he fucking can't be bothered with. Not that it's not exciting to know. (laughs) There's no romance here. In my case, it's like, no, I've made my choice. Right? In his case, it would be a purely pragmatic, like, what the fuck do I care? Do you know? I need somebody else's feelings I need to worry about. about Yeah, stop telling me about things that... So I, I don't think that he is that actively interested in divorce that he would look for a genetic marker <laughs> as a roadmap. But I could be wrong. Check Some days space. he might be. In the end <laughs> right. of the year, I did buy new glasses. I don't know. I'm not Some making smart choices. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. I'm I'm wondering if, if Stuart would be interested in finding out who his I think true he would. perfect match but would see, be. But see, I think he would. I think for the, the, the lure of the genetic possibility and I think he would say let's open them together like I think he would do it all at once where you guys would like be sitting on the porch at on the deck at the newly constructed beach house with your kids around you at the solo stove and you would be like ceremonially opening the envelopes to find out who these other mates would be like that to me is the Stuart manner of getting this information because it's data so he would he would want it so you're saying the scientist in him would be curious, not yeah. the husband in him would be say, get me the fuck away from this woman. He's neither of those independently. He is a unified steward. There is no one without the other. So, yes. 
His idea of romance is science-based. Like, it's, it's all in there. And his idea of medicine is, is filled with love. Like, there's no extracting the one from the other. So to me, it's a package deal. Let me tell you more about the husband you married. I'm like, uh, <laughs> why don't you put it in a dossier and send it to us? Because Stop. we will read that when we read who our perfect matches actually uh-huh. are. While you, so you say I'm dead wrong and that you would not do it. And no, I, do I don't know. I, I think part of me would be curious, but I have to say I'm not that curious. For example, I might look up somebody I used to know on Facebook, but I'm not friending them. Like I'm not. I'm, I'm, I guess, surface curious, like, oh, there's somebody you think is genetically meant for me, like a second half. Oh, that's interesting. Can I look with one eye, but not both eyes? Like, I, I'm not doing anything about it. I, there is like a hint of curiosity in there. Um, but of course, you know that that slur of a lisp person that you imitate all the time is clearly my perfect match and I would absolutely open it up and it would have his name and I was like uh am I disappointed or happy Did I, I just can't spend tell money for this yeah. yeah am I disappointed or happy I also with my family we did force family fun yesterday and we watched Uh-oh. thunder force that looked so good I almost watched it in my post-vaccination stupor but I, I didn't yeah my Don't husband move. Go, Don't move with I that post-vax. I, I want to hear all about that. Um, so we watched Thunder Force. That's Melissa McCarthy, Octavia Spencer, and sit down, Jason Bateman. Oh, right. Bateman. Oh, right. He's <laughs> redeemed himself. And his sister's I on the warpath, too, now. God bless Is her. she? Yeah. You don't know about Justine? No. Where is she? Tell me, I'll tell you. Tell me about Thunder Force, and we'll come back and I loved it. I loved it. It I looked loved lovable. It. From the, it's I, adorable. I watched the trailer, and I thought, why am I not watching you? right now and the answer was because i'll probably lose interest and fall asleep halfway through and i want to give you my full hee hee ha ha attention yeah they are delightful they are i i love i love melissa mccarthy it i love the just fact that stupid enough to be yes. great Perfect. yeah it was just stupid enough to be great and i'm thinking sequel Come on. <laughs> that's why I hate watching things as soon as they come out because it's a solid year plus yeah. before you get to see something else. Super and who, hate it. Who can wait a year plus in streaming days? Not I. No, no. They need to just make a bank of three when they begin and roll the Yes, that we're that's like how you it. do it. They did that with the kissing booth. <laughs> they filmed kissing booth one, two, and three pretty close together. Wow. Did okay. you see those? One no, and two? No, I watched prom in my... Uh, nope second vaccination stupor and my husband hated it well no my husband was like what are you watching high school musical <laughs> pretty much <laughs> so yes. that's what i think of but kissing booth. yeah but kissing booth no i i thought problem was it was just the thing i needed for that that Ugh. partially lucid moment of my life so yes so yes, yes. you had your second shot i did i did we got the 16 year old who just he turned 16 and then within days of that he got his first vaccination because they're now that you're 16 you're allowed mark that cattle so we put him in then our second shot husband's and mine was the very next day and within 24 hours of that hubs was down oh really he was down he was fever he was achy all over he was moany he was sleep he was for how long it was it was the better part of the afternoon and all night he started to go downhill I'm trying to think of what happened on Friday night, if there was any reason that we would say that this was excused. 
Well, he had a long Friday night. We had a doubleheader with lacrosse, which meant that there were two lacrosse games back-to-back, but one of them was 45 minutes away. So he didn't end up getting home until I went to the first. I didn't go to the second. So he didn't end up getting home until about 10 o'clock on a Friday night after a long work day and after getting vaccinated. So that's a long day. So he came home and he was like, whatever, watched a little bit of TV, feeling kind of drained. Woke up the next morning. He didn't feel great. I felt fine. I felt average to fine, right? He went downhill all day, ended up with a fever, light, light fever, laying on the sofa, covered with a blanket, moaning, in and out of consciousness, finally just go to bed. And it was like six o'clock when he went to bed. And so, he woke up fine. Well, it, yeah, he woke up a lot better. Woke up Good. able to function the next day and go. And then that next day, that's when I really started to get achy and tired. Um, but I didn't really, achy and tired for me was different than achy and tired for him. In the middle of eating lunch, I think, I actually fell asleep while I was eating the lunch. But then once I woke up, I went about the rest of my day. I was still fucking tired and achy, but it's like, guess guess what? So anyway. I'm a mother. That's what we fucking do. So so that's all over with now. So I'm still, and it's also pollen season here. So you never really know if it's because you can't function because there's your entire bloodstream is is replaced with actual pollen seeds. (laughs) But in any event, so Saturday night, 8.30, I get into the bed and he's already, you know, coated in sweat 18 blankets on top of him, moaning and rumbling. And I'm like, this is going to be great. So, I'm, you know, what am I going to put on? Is it going to be Thunder Alley, which looked so good? But then I thought, no. So I picked prom because I thought that'll be uplifting and smiley and stupid. Very stupid. Yes. Yeah, it was all those As long as you're prepared things. for that. It was all those things. And so, yeah. What else are you watching? Well, I powered through on the advice of a friend over the past three weeks. I have powered through something called Yellowstone. Did you love it? I love it so much that I cannot endorse it highly enough. And I am at the sad place of having watched every available episode. And now I'm desperate for August of this year to arrive for season four. Well, I am, thank God. I at least am, you know it's coming. I love, love this show so much, so much. It's the Montana Mafia. It's fucking fantastic. It's awesome. It's the best what, thing um, ever. What else? That's anything it. Uh, no, okay. that's it. How can I watch three entire seasons of something and watch anything else? So, but the trick is this: once I watch something like that and it's over, I don't really know what to you do. Need a palate cleanser. Well, you, you kind of need- sit. You kind of that's, that's why I, part of why I watched that uh, prom because I'm still basking in the glow of this fantastic story, yeah. and I'm you know reliving all the moments, and I don't want to just jump into like. Thunder cake, Force would be great. Cake blasters or like some other idiotic. Like I, part of it is the great news is that I'm not actively watching a serialized story at the moment right, again because they really they really hook me and drag me along behind that boat and I I need to put more focus into not going to McDonald's and doing my work and you know losing the weight so my glasses fit my face all the things that I need to do. Make the kids watch Thunder Force with you. Just okay. everybody piled onto the couch. Remember like you did for Godzilla Kong? Well, Godzilla was great. Godzilla was absolutely fantastic. Stop saying Godzilla. It ends with an A. It's a Godzilla movie, and it's so good. And it's super uh, good, and I like Kong. Um, I do want to tell you that if you want to get in touch with us and shame Amy for still not knowing what a blowjob is, Jesus. or if you'd like to get in touch with us after she posts that beautiful picture of her face with those glasses and Jesus, say- Jesus, Jesus. You look fantastic or 
ditch your family and move to Brooklyn or whatever you want to say to her for that, you can write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. You can find us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Listen Brilliant. You can find us on Facebook at we're Brilliant Observations, but mm-hmm. also within there is a subgroup where she might be hiding that picture. You might want to join. What? What? Brill Obs Squad. So join our squad. I had a visitor this weekend from a squad member. She came to show her son a not-so-local college, but I think people here, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Melissa lives here, and the college is here. Like, I'm going to go. So I would take an opportunity to, to go anywhere to see friends. Everybody was vaccinated, mostly. The There were two who were half-vaxxed, which I'm told is 80% vaccinated with one shot. I'm still not willing to eat at a restaurant indoors. You yet. are you are vaccinated, are you not? You've you've begun I, the process, or you're complete completed the process. I am fully vaccinated, and you've had um, the two week window post second vac. I have had probably a month post vac. Perfect. So, so you are am, when you say full, you properly mean it. You are yes. immune, right? And For it now. was a very itty bitty living space. It is a very powerful <laughs> feeling. It absolutely is. Like bring it on. Although uh, I say that. And I think I posted on Inst... I think I saw... First of all, I'd like to tell you, everything I've ever learned, I learned in kindergarten. Remember that book? Everything you need to know, you learn. Everything I've ever needed to know or learned, I've learned on TikTok. Oh, okay. I I don't know how else... I've said terrible things about TikTok, but it all depends on your TikTok. I learned how to fold jeans so that the drawer actually is organized. No more of this folded in thirds. It gets bulky. You pull out the crotch on one Marie side. Marie like, Kondo does Levi. I can't wait. I learned so many interesting things from TikTok and not just, and I'm not saying just the uh, way to fold and organize, although that's what I'm working on lately. I learned what a Hummer is. <laughs> I Look, thought you, you learned were, that from you're not our even podcast. Ready, you're not even ready to joke. She won't even joke with me about it. Because That's you're still you so stifle, wrong. You stifle learning. I thought yeah. you were a teacher. You can't stifle me. You didn't learn. You're still fighting your I, fight. I learn. I learn. I won't be a Republican. I learn. I learn. All right. All right. Because I, well, I was reading a news story and it just jumped out at me and blah, 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 blah. They were, you know, believing such and such and so and so. And then M dash without evidence. M dash kept writing. And I was like, <gasps> all right. OK. By the way, Humber, I love Humber's that a you're job. one of the eight people in my life who knows what an M dash is. And oh. I fucking love that. <laughs> I do. I love that so much. I love that. So I want you, dear listener, here's homework for you. I want you to tell us something you learned by watching While TikTok. getting a Hummer. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Well, I mean, there was this question about does it include the nuts and is there singing involved? I mean, I mean we got a lot of feedback last time. I'm just trying to say this. You like this. It's I do like things like this. <laughs> I'm sorry to admit I do like things like this. I'm a friend. I tell the truth. All right. So I want to know what you've learned from TikTok. It is a resource. I hate that it is a resource, but I love the resource. Uh, let us know. We want to hear all about it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for coming out to play with us. We are grateful for you. 